Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. Peter Larkins has been good enough to join us, esteemed sports medico and concussion expert. Doc, great to have you on, firstly. Uh, it's a, it is a trend. I can you know, mention a heap of players. Paul Seedsman, Daniel Venables, Paddy McCartan. We know Nathan Murphy's taking some time off now. It's become a big story. Yeah, it has, Dwayne. I mean, the list is getting longer, Liam Pick, and we could keep going, absolutely. And um, I think it, re- it, it really uh, reflects the trend of being more aware of the long-term brain consequences and protecting the future health of players. Um, it's a sad trend, but it, it's, it's a, it's a real, realistic approach, knowing that the medical assessment for concussion is getting more sophisticated, the ability to detect small or subtle changes is improving, and sadly the game's still going to have concussion episodes. We just have to be looking at the, uh, the future health of players, not just their playing career, Wayne. So Wayne, what, does, what does the AFL do here, Doc? I know that they've ordered the rule after the Maynard incident. What does the AFL continue to do other than continue to make the game as clean as possible? Well, I think you just said it, but as clean as possible. I mean, the players have got a duty of care. Um, I won't harp on the Maynard thing. Your your callers have alluded to that, but obviously the AFL have now changed that particular type of smother, that type of challenge on a player, so it it can't happen again because they recognise the danger of it, albeit unintentional at the time. I accept that. Um, but, you know, we, we've seen many changes. We've seen the head-high tackle. We've seen the spear tackle, the sling tackle, the head over the ball. But unfortunately, Dwayne, you, you can have incidents of teammates. Um, and I always reflect on the Gary Rowan and, and Jeremy Cameron incident in the Cats last year where two teammates knocked each other into separate suburbs almost. And so we're not, not going to stop head clashes. We're not going to stop concussion. And potentially it only takes one to cause long-term problems. I mean, we know that Angus has been a focus and he missed over a year of football back in 2017. I remember at the time, Dwayne, feeling a bit uncomfortable about him coming back because I wondered what the conversation was with his family and his friends and his medical people. But we saw him play with a helmet and we saw him play without escaping significant head injury until 2023. So I was surprised he came back the same I was surprised McCartan went back. I think the discussion with players has got to be really serious and really thorough right from the early days of their concussion episodes. So the Brayshaw incident itself, where he's decided today to announce his retirement, uh, he would have got a, a lot of advice over the course of summer. I'm just trying to think of the timing, yep. Doc, as to why today he's decided... Yep that today is the day, given there has been a lot of time between his last game and now, and he would have been training all pre-season. Do you, do you know of anything that's happened with the people that he's spoken to in the last 48 hours that's, that's caused him to make this decision yeah. today? 
look, my understanding, Dwayne, is there's been a recent change in his brain scan um, activity. Um, so he has multiple scans, as you might imagine, over the course of his at least six documented AFL concussions, let alone any junior ones. And so the ability to see brain changes has not always been there. But with, the, as I said, the more sophisticated MRI scanning and functional testing of the brain, um, I believe that the since the um, September incident, there has been a worsening or a development of changes that weren't there prior to the September 23 episode. So that sort of would have been a, a very big factor in the decision-making process that he would have been part of with his medical team and his family. It's called shared decision-making. So I think, and again, you remember his connection with the Danny Frawley family is pretty strong. So I think there'd probably be an awareness of head injury and, and with what happened, you know, to, to older players that would maybe have influenced him a little bit. But the new, the new scan changes were probably a significant tipping point, Dwayne. And is there any course for him to take to be able to come back to the game one day, Doc? Or is, are we getting the situation now where once the, the Paddy McCartans and the Angus Brayshaws of the world make these decisions, uh, that, that's it now, and there's not a year's time scan that be, can be had or I'm feeling comfortable now situation, I might come back to the game? I don't think there is, Dwayne. I, I think for two reasons. One, these changes tend to be um, permanent changes in some of the structural changes in their brain. They're not just swelling or a bit of inflammation that goes away in a month's time. And secondary, you know, depending on the age of the player, coming back to play, whether it's at AFL level and all the requirements are there or, or playing even worse at suburban level or at a lower level where, to be quite frank, Dwayne, there are far more concussion episodes and behind-the-play episodes still happening. Even to ex-AFL players who get targeted, that I would be very surprised if Angus would put his brain at risk by playing at any level in the future. So can I ask you, what about the other players that have had concussion issues in the past? Are they also getting updated scans? You said there's a recent change yes. to Angus Brayshaw's scan. Yes. Would other players who've had concussions also be getting these updated scans? I believe that that pathway is available to, to all players who have been in the concussion protocol and have AFL documented brain injuries. And so in, in terms of the AFL, um, you know, looking after the welfare of past players and the AFL Past Players Association having a role in that, the ability for players to continue to monitor their um, changes because without, again, going into the, you know, the, the now famous CTE condition, which is associated with significant brain scan changes and, and brain findings, but generally when the brain is checked after, after death. But we know that behaviours like dementia, memory problems, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, they're all associated with more long-term problems from trauma in the brain. So I think the players that have been in a forced retirement, Dwayne, would be very well advised and, and hopefully helped to make sure that they're not picking up the subtle changes. But what you can do about it is nothing. Just look after your stage, stay, stay healthy, get regular checked. I mean, there isn't a medical treatment for the evolving problems of CTE at the moment, unfortunately. And do you think that this will see more players put their hand up? I'm not trying to um, say that Nathan Murphy has taken time off specifically because of his concussions, because he told us that it wasn't that. It was just his confidence in playing. So I don't want to put that word in his mouth because they're not the words that he gave us. But I presume that there's yeah. going to be a lot of players put their hand up more often to take weeks off outside of the expected time off that you have to take if you have had a head knock. 
Absolutely, absolutely, Dwayne. There are far more cases out there being managed than are getting public um, exposure on. There are clubs that are managing players with minor concussion symptoms and they're missing um, contact training. They're missing time during the season while they manage that. So inevitably, with this trend, as you, as you stated, of, of players pulling the pin early on their retirement, if they've had even one severe one, but certainly multiple ones from junior days right through to AFL, I think we will see the, the growing club of retired concussion players um, expand the numbers um, over the course as soon as the next 12 months, Dwayne, because there are many cases out there that are being managed at the present time with subtle changes, um, not necessarily the scan changes, but as these testing um, abilities come in, I think we will see that. And I think that's for the good of the the good of the player's future and unfortunately it's just a consequence of where we are with this uh, modern approach to head injury in, in sport around the world not just AFL Great to have you on Doc you are the best in the business you've got a book coming out too I understand on health is that correct? Yeah not a concussion book but it's, yeah, I've got a right. book coming out in a few <laughs> weeks time which is all about healthy living for you and me and how people can live to a healthy hundred and beyond it's called the healthy hundred Dwayne, and it's all my collection of thoughts over my career in, in the sport and the performance area. And I talk about high performance in life. So the Healthy 100 will be available on um, on my website and Amazon Booktopia within a few weeks' time. Pre-orders are available now, Dwayne. So thanks for the plug. But uh, I'm hoping it'll educate people about healthy living, exercise, nutrition, and having good uh, social development and social connectivity. It's all a big part of healthy living lifestyle. Saves me ringing you. I can just read your book because I always do call you. Well, Doc, I've got a back issue. Doc, my knee's playing up. Doc, my shoulder hurts. So uh, I might just read the book. That might help me out. You've got some tips in there. Great to have you, Doc. Always good to talk to you. And I love it that you pick up your phone every time I dial. Thanks, Ryan. Nice to chat. Peter Larkins joining us. The great Dr. Peter Larkins, esteemed sports medico and concussion expert. And The Healthy 100 is the book that you can pick up in a couple of weeks.